If you're married, you know that sex can be a point of disagreement at best and a point of conflict at worst. But what if I told you there are four things that will improve any sex life? Interested? Then stay tuned. Welcome to the Quick Counsel Podcast, where we will give you a simple and practical understanding of counseling issues and how they might apply to your life. Here's your host, Pastoral Counselor Brett Legg. Maybe you're in one of those rare marriages where sex is not a problem. Maybe you both agree on the when and the where and the how of sex, and if so, you should count yourself as fortunate. But most married couples wrestle with sex, pun intended. Now, you would think something as fundamental to our nature as sex would be simple and easy. But that's just not the case. In fact, the sexual relationship in marriage is often fraught with disagreements, misunderstandings, wounded egos, and sometimes even some fighting. Now, there are some things that create problems for spouses when it comes to sex. One, sex is very personal. Yeah, I know that's a very duh statement to make, but it's true. Sex involves how we see ourselves, how we feel about ourselves, our self-esteem, our self-confidence, our fear of rejection, the messages we were given growing up, the messages we receive from society and culture. Sex is very personal to us. But another issue is that sex involves all of these gender differences. You would think that this would be obvious, but when it comes to sex, we act as if our spouse should think like we think and want what we want and understand us the way we do, and yet there is no denying that gender differences make this difficult. You know, we're different anatomically. I know that's obvious. It's obvious anatomical differences between men and women are there, and they are the things that tend to attract us to one another. But it's also these differences that can make it difficult to understand one another and one another's experiences and their desires. We're also different hormonally. We are driven predominantly by different hormones. And it's as difficult for wives to understand the testosterone drives of their husband as it is for husbands to understand the estrogen drives of their wives. The hormones that make sex what it can be is also what makes sex so difficult between spouses. But sex can be problematic not only because it's so personal and not only because of the gender differences, but it's also problematic because of social messages. Despite society's push to create gender-neutral environments, girls and boys are different, and they tend to be raised differently. They're given different messages on what it means to be male and female. For instance, males who act out sexually, people often kind of blow that off with, you know, boys will be boys. But if females act out sexually, they're considered loose and immoral. And these cultural differences often find their way into marriage, complicating something that should be free and open between spouses. So, sex is personal, and it can be complicated by all of these other issues that spouses have to deal with. In fact, sex is one of the most common issues that spouses deal with in marriage. But that doesn't mean that you have to resign yourself to lives of frustration and misunderstanding when it comes to sex and marriage. In fact, there are four things that will improve any married couple's sex life. So, let's talk about those. First thing that will improve any married couple's sex life is talking. You know, it always amazes me that a husband and wife can get naked in front of one another and go through all of the various acts and positions of sex, and yet they still have trouble talking about it. 
Yes, talking about sex is personal, and it requires some vulnerability to talk about your likes and your dislikes regarding sex. And yes, your spouse may have some different wants and desires than you do. But with all the gender differences and all the personality differences and all the upbringing differences between you and your spouse, there is no way to make things better when it comes to sex apart from talking about it. Sex is like finances, raising kids, growing a business, any other part of marriage. It only gets better when you talk about it. Now, too many people try to hint about sex, when they want to have it, and how they want to have it, but this is a recipe for frustration and hurt feelings. I remember there was one night when I was in this particularly amorous mood, and I wanted to have a little sexual time with my wife, but instead of telling her what I wanted, here's what I did. I said, hey, honey, you know what? Tonight, don't worry about the kids. I'm going to give them their baths, and I'm going to put them to bed just a little early tonight. And my wife said, hey, that's great. And I thought to myself, she got the hint. So I bathed the kids. I read them their stories. I put them to bed early. And when they were asleep, I said, okay, the kids are asleep now. I'm going to go take my shower. And she said, great, I'll be up in a minute. So I went, I took my shower, fully expecting to come out of the bathroom and find my wife naked on the bed. But when I opened the bathroom door, she was nowhere to be found. The bed wasn't even turned down. Well, now I was a little miffed by this, and so once again I yelled down the stairs, Hey, I'm out of the shower. And she said, Okay, I'll be up in a minute. So I climbed into bed naked, and I waited. And I waited. And I waited. And I got madder and madder by the minute. And finally I did something that wasn't very manly. I snuck down the stairs and peeked around the corner, only to find my wife kicked back in the recliner, newspaper in one hand, snacks in the other, watching TV. She had no intention of coming up there. And I went back upstairs furious. How could she stand me up like this? How could she reject me? Well, after a few days of pouting, I finally unloaded on her about what I was upset about. And her reply was this. Well, if that's what you wanted, why didn't you just say so? And she was right. I wish I could tell you I learned my lesson then, but I still fall into that trap from time to time. Hinting is not a good idea when it comes to sex. So talk about what you want and when you want it. Talk about what really works for you, what doesn't. Talk about things you'd like to try. Talk about how you might want to change things up. Start by talking about these things at neutral times when no one is expecting to have sex. And then try to talk about them maybe during sex. And and finally, spend some time after sex talking about what worked and what didn't. I know it may be awkward at first, but this one habit will improve things for you sexually better than anything else I know of. Now, the second thing besides talking that will improve married life and sex in married life is timing. Now, when it comes to timing and sex, there's really two things we're talking about here. First, we're talking about the when part of sex, the time and the place sex can occur during the day. Is it always supposed to be at night or can it be during the day? Is morning a good time or is it better to steer clear of morning? Is sex something that can be spontaneous, or does it need to be planned? Can it happen when the mood strikes, or does everyone need to be freshly showered? Is the bedroom the only place for sex, or can it occur in other rooms and other places? So the first part of timing involves the when of sex, but the second part of timing involves how often. 
Now, it's rare for husbands and wives to agree on how frequently they should be having sex. Yes, husbands usually want sex more frequently than wives do, but there are times when that gender stereotype is flipped, and it's the wife who wants sex more often. Now, here's just a side note. If it's husbands who seem to be experiencing a low sex drive, I often encourage them to see their doctor have their testosterone levels checked. And if everything is fine in that area, then maybe there's something going on between the couple that needs to be addressed, maybe by a counselor. So how do you resolve it when a husband and wife have different ideas about sexual frequency? Well, I encourage each spouse to say how often they would like to have sex, and then I have them target the number in the middle. It may not be a perfect solution, and it will be more often than one person likes and not as often as the other likes, but it's a good compromise, at least to start with. Now, the third thing that will improve sex in married life is not just timing and talking, it's trust. Trust is an absolute necessity for a good sex life with your spouse, and it's especially important for wives. Your spouse must fully trust you in the bedroom in order to relax and let go and totally enjoy the experience. But that kind of trust must be earned long before the bedroom. You earn that kind of trust with your spouse during the day by such things as showing that you care about them more than you care about yourself. Keeping your word and doing what you say you will do, even in the little things like taking out the trash or being on time, not making fun of them or treating them sarcastically, speaking well of them in front of others as well as when it's just the two of you, and caring about the things they care about. When your spouse can trust you with these small things, then they can trust you with bigger things like sharing their bodies. Now, trust is also built during sex by never pressuring your spouse to do something they're uncomfortable doing, even if you see nothing wrong with it. This will definitely wreck trust with your spouse, both in the bedroom and out of the bedroom. And this is why it is so important to talk about sex, even before sex. Okay, finally, the fourth thing that will improve sex in married life. It's not just talking, it's not just timing, and it's not just trust. It's trying. When it comes to sex, trying means two things. First, trying means continually working on your sex life. Contrary to popular opinion, sex is not something that just comes naturally. It requires work and effort and practice. And just when the two of you think you're getting it and hitting the stride you want to hit sexually, then things change. Stage of life changes, demands change, health changes, body shapes change, the relationship changes, on and on it goes. Because life is continually changing, as are the two of you, you must continually work on your sexual relationship. But second, trying means trying to keep things fresh. Sex is like any other part of life. It can easily fall into rut and routine. We tend to fall into having sex the same way, at the same time of the day, at the same place. And No one ever wants to have the exact same meal over and over and over again. And the same is true for sex. So change things up occasionally. Surprise one another. Try a different location or a different time of the day or a different position. Use candles or music to set a different mood. If your spouse is typically the more aggressive one, then you take that role for a change. Extend the foreplay. Throw in an unexpected quickie occasionally. Change things up. Now, I know that if you're parents with kids at home, some of this is going to be a little harder to accomplish. These things require time and privacy, so you'll need to set aside some money for sitters or arrange for occasional sleepovers for your kids. 
plan a quick getaway somewhere, or even invest in some good sound screens or a good lock on your door. Do what you have to do, but don't let your sex life grow routine and predictable from a lack of effort and planning. The more you put into it, the more you'll get out of it. Okay, a final word here. These four things, talking, timing, trust, and trying, are great ways to breathe some new life into your sex life with your spouse and to make sex better for the both of you. And if your spouse doesn't seem interested in putting in a lot of effort into these things, you put the effort into the things that you can do. I guarantee you, it will still make a difference in your marriage. Hey, thanks for joining us on this episode of Quick Counsel. I hope you found something that will be helpful and useful in improving your sex life with your spouse. Now, if you'd like to hear more from me, you can find me at brettleg.com. That's one T and two G's. Or you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I hope this week is better than you even expect it to be. And I hope you'll join us again for the next episode of Quick Counsel. Thanks for joining us today for Quick Counsel. This podcast is meant to give you a simple understanding of counseling issues and is in no way intended as a substitute for professional counseling or therapy. If you feel you need further help, please contact a local counselor, therapist, or physician. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us for the next episode of Quick Counsel.